You've already heard it all. But now you resonate. The world has pushed you out of what you thought you knew, your comfort zone, and into this strange place, this slightly off reality. Welcome to the Truth Serum Podcast, hosted by the controversial and funny Dom Bates, author, mother, human, and all-round thought leader. The time has come to realign your essence with your experience. We all know this world is changing. You're here now because you've personally felt it, and your reality has reflected The Truth Serum Podcast, getting to the root of what really is. And now, Dawn Bates. Welcome to the next episode of The Truth Serum here with me, Dawn Bates. Um, and uh, this evening I have with me Amanda Denham. And I've just realised I haven't started my normal introduction where I say <laughs> good, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats on the armchair and dogs in the corner. But there we go. It's Dropping one of those the days. I've been travelling for I don't know how many hours today. It's all a blur. Um, and I was actually listening to uh, my co-host Adam's uh, podcast on the way down here. Oh. <laughs> and I, I was responding to him on Instagram as if it was like I had no internet. But I was responding to the conversation. Oh, my gosh. When I finally got internet, he had this whole dump. Of, I'm just like so tired. Oh, my gosh. But it's a good tired. It's Oof. one of those... I've been so productive over the last couple of weeks, yes. well, the last few months. Well, I don't think I've ever not been productive, to be honest with you, Amanda. But, um, Came out yeah. the wrong productive. <laughs> yeah, it did, actually. <laughs> that was already changing the world the moment I was born. Um, <laughs> as you can see, everybody, like Amanda and I, we're just going to dance as we normally do. We don't know where this is going, what's going to come up. Um, but I wanted to invite Amanda on here because... I have watched Amanda for probably about 18 months now. I was watching her before I uh, made contact with her because I actually, and I don't think she actually knows this, um, I typed in, um, I was looking for illustrators um, for one of my authors um, and Amanda's artwork came up on the, you know, the Instagram, you get loads of <laughs> random things and stuff. You're like, what? why is that showing up? Um, <laughs> What am I putting out there in the universe? <laughs> and I saw one of your illustrations because you're an illustrator and a very talented illustrator, I have Thank to you. say. You're welcome. I'm probably going to make her blush. So Probably. Um, yeah. I'm already feeling it. <laughs> and I'm very pale, so it comes up very easily. And, and I hit the mic ready. and I apologize about that. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. I have. I, this is the truth serum because everything on here is real. There you this go. Is, this is true life. This is life as it unfolds. And we are going to get to the heart of the matter. And I'm going to probably ask you some very challenging, sometimes difficult or, um, but we're just going to go down the rabbit hole. We're going to find out what's in the teacup with Alice and uh, the caterpillar. Um, but one of the things that I reached out to you for was um, a project that I'm doing. 
Um, and from there, I noticed you were writing a book. And I was like, she's going to publish a book. That's just so awesome. <laughs> you hadn't published this book at that point. Nope. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> and you only published this book, what, three, four months ago? Well, let's see. It was February. So, I, I, wow, half a year. It's been about half a year now. Really? I, I didn't oh realize it had been that long. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> it does indeed. So six months ago, this young lady published her first book. And not only does she have over 50, possibly over 60 reviews now on the different platforms, she is also a multi-award winning author, um, silver award winner for the Literary Titan um, Prize, she was a finalist in the National Indie Excellence Awards and the Bronze Award. She won the Bronze Award for write, Reader's Favourite um, in the new adult fiction genre. Now, I find that really bloody impressive, to be honest with you, because fiction is a really overpopulated and <sighs> with a lot of not not with a lot of good stuff, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, w- I will agree. Like you said, it's the truth serum. So I will say it. There's been a lot of books I've Don't read in the last back. couple of Don't years <laughs> that I'm just like, how oh, did this happen? <laughs> Why did I just waste my time? <laughs> Pretty much, it, it is really sad. Books are like that where you just put so much more time into them and you feel so sad and cheated when it's not good <laughs> or even decent. Even decent. I'm, I'm cool with decent. I feel you know? violated sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did you do that to me? Like, what was that? Oh my Maybe God. that's why, like, you know, there's a lot of authors out there who get really offended when they get those bad reviews, but I'm like, I mean, you know, maybe that's where they're coming from is they're like, you know, oh, I put so many days, so much time into this book and then I didn't like it. Now, granted, I totally understand some bad reviews are just people being cheeky, people being, you know, they troll people, but you know, I mean, I guess I can see it from their perspective. Like I've been waiting, I've been waiting for my first really bad review. Like I'm like, come on. You're out there. Let's go. <laughs> like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, just like give it to me. I'm I'm cool with it, you know. And someday. Yeah, because someday. Oh, when when the haters come, you know you've done something right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, and it's, it. Yeah, well, you know, it, it is gonna come. And I remember the first bad review that I got. Oh, um, man. because our books are very different. I mean, mine oh, are about exposing corruption. Yes. <laughs> trauma. Everybody's gonna have their own opinions about that. <laughs> Aren't they just? But the one guy that gave me a one out of five and said it was uh, a terrible book and that I was up my own ass, he was actually the guy that I beat in the courtroom in Scotland. (laughs) I was like, great, you paid for my book. You actually bought a copy of my book. Thank you for your money. Thank you. (laughs) Then he gave me a bad review. So I got some really great marketing material because I screenshotted it. (laughs) I used it again. This is why I don't trust a lot of reviews, because as you and I both know, there are a lot of people and a lot of authors out there that are buying reviews. Um, Yeah. yeah. Did you know that if you pay $275, you can actually guarantee 10,000 sales and be entered into a competition and get your review back within a month and have over 50 reviews? (laughs) Like, Okay. Don't think you can guarantee me ten thousand sales for two hundred seventy-five dollars. That's a, that's an investment right there. <laughs> it's a really good it one is. if that's true. Yeah, I I've been bit in business for twenty-two years, and, and there are no guarantees. No, 
That's the guaranteed whole point, right? money back, but did you read the small print? So, That's true. So how did you feel when you won your first award? Surprise. Why? <laughs> I think it comes from maybe confidence issues, maybe where I live. I live in such a small little town in a southern state in the United States. And I, I guess it's enough for me that I even have something out there. Like just, it was almost like I can die happy now. This is a teenage dream achieved. I'm good. But it's almost like that stacking effect for people maybe with confidence issues where at first you don't believe in yourself, but then you do that thing that you've been wanting to do forever. And you're like, all right, I'm good. But then as it's been going, as I've been getting these awards, it keeps kind of stacking up my confidence. Like maybe I'm not so bad at this. Maybe I can do more of these. Maybe this next book won't be so bad. And so, yeah, the first initial response was surprise. Um, I think the first one was the the National Indie Excellence Awards, which uh, my publisher actually responded to and was like, oh my gosh, can I share your post about this? This is exciting. So it kind of let me know like, okay, this is a big deal. I couldn't even imagine how many books were entered into these kinds of things. Mm. And to be in the, I think it was the a finalist position is top four or five of that category. Um, so even though at first it was surprise, I feel like it's getting better as it goes. So it's at first, the, the first surprise, you know, you're probably thinking like, oh, that's sad, but it's not that way anymore. Like it's getting to where it's like, okay, recognition, this is great. No, like, I'm just happy about it. Yeah. I want the next award now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, I just want to keep going. And that's what I was telling you, you know, we, Don and I were talking the other day and she was saying like, Hey, you seem like you're grabbing the world, but you know, and, and just taking it. And I said, yeah, I, I have been, especially this week, I've been feeling really into that. Like after the third one, it just was like, maybe we can keep going. Like maybe there's steps to it. So, so surprise, but I'm getting better. Confidence is getting better. <laughs> and I think this is the thing because I mean, like I said, I've been watching you grow over the last 18 months and I only reached out what a year ago. Something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you, your confidence and the way you write, even your, your posts and your drawings and Whereas before you were very much self-depreciating and like, you know, this is all right. But now it's like, you know, and now you're just stating this is the latest artwork. You're not actually yeah. putting an apology of <laughs> some kind or another before it. And I think you, you touched on something really accurate there. Like when we do grow up in these small towns, um, and I mean, I grew up in a village of 200 people. Um, we, we didn't even have a bookshop. I mean, really, seriously, oh, was, wow. like ever, was I ever going to stay there? I don't oh think so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> we don't even have a bookshop. <laughs> Where are the books? There's no shelf for it. So I'm going to school. I'm going to school because I've got a library. <laughs> <laughs> but it, we, um, when you're growing up in a small town, there is very much that tall poppy syndrome, isn't there? Where like mm-hmm. you can't be better than anyone else. And you know, the, you know, and then you've got like the it girls at school <laughs> who, you know, no one can be better than them, can they? Um, and, you know, and there is that much, you know, you, I remember when I was writing the uh, biography for Annie Gibbons, uh, who's risen to the top of corporate Australia. Fantastic. Um, I know she's amazing. We've just, oh I just finished actually writing my half of um, a new book collaboration that we're working on about parenting. Yeah. Um, she's she's writing it I mean it's twins 
because um, she had two sets of twins two years apart two and then sets. two sets of twins I mean who does that other than Annie but then she had I think you froze a little bit oh no or maybe it's mine Uh -oh. you there i'm back <laughs> we've had it we've got a massive uh oh <laughs> doing it again Oops. Hello again. Hello, and we're back again. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally lost uh, internet connection there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the storm is quite gnarly. It's very heady, like quite pressurized. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, it's all good. We're smack bang in the middle of the Caribbean and the Pacific. So, yeah. And there's some gnarly weather coming out from each side of those at the moment. So Goodness. That's all, yeah. well, I hope you yeah. stay safe and all that. Yeah, I'm always safe. It's all those others I worry about. Um, but as I, we, before we were rudely interrupted by the gods <laughs> of the internet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just finished writing the manuscript with uh, Annie Myhoff, uh, 33, 3,337 uh, words. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't have chosen a better word count if I'd have tried. Beautiful. <laughs> angel numbers were all over that one but yeah going back to your uh, like and you've entered all these awards and um you know the writing process but one of the things that her son Caleb said to me when I interviewed him for her first book Becoming Annie was that even though they grew up in like a small town you um the you can't be famous in your own town until you've really made it because you're you'll just be Amanda. She's just Annie. I'm just Dawn. Yeah. But the moment I'm not just Dawn, and the moment you're not just Amanda, then they're like those little knives come out. <laughs> I don't know who she thinks she is. <laughs> and then and then they're like, oh like, look at her. She's just getting really, really good at what she doesn't think about. And then then like they realize you're still the same person. Yeah. But they've made up all these stories about you. Oh my god. And then when you really make it, oh they're they're your best friends. I had people showing up out the woodwork. Hi, Dawn. And like, they're like, oh, we've been friends for ages. I'm like, huh, what? What's your name again? 
<laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go near you with a barge pole, love. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I saw you ten years ago one time, and you spit on my face and left. Yeah, yeah, like you know, ten years ago. What? Tried Good twenty, Lord. thirty years. Thankfully, sure, haven't had age. anything like that happen <laughs> yet, but not completely impossible. Mm. <laughs> but you know. Give them a show, that's what I say, because it's the haters that are watching you, not you watching them, and then just give them the best show you can ever give them. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to not think about who's on the other side of that screen, just judging. Like, just I'm just, just putting be, out what I want, and that's just, just being it. you. That's all you can do. And that's the thing. Right. So, like, And this is what made me laugh, because as I started to grow my career as an author, and like you said to me recently, you know, I don't know how you must feel because you've had your first review from someone in the UK and you were like, I don't right. know how you must feel like you've got reviews ah. from people. <laughs> yeah, it is a surreal thing, isn't it? Like when you get yes. like your first review and you get your first award and, you know, from people outside, you're like, oh, people are actually reading it. People yes. are actually sending me a picture of them with my book. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. that's been a big thing. That's been a huge, huge thing because I... I Along with living in a small town, I haven't traveled much. So I can't even fathom across the sea, Canada, UK, just I can't. Canada's not across the sea, Amanda. Well, what know. I mean is like, just, you know, <laughs> there, there was, there's been a couple of friends who, uh, who reviewed the book from Canada as well. And I just couldn't even fathom, like my, my, actually my husband's been to Canada, but like, I can't imagine, like, it's just, just weird. It's like, I can't imagine being Canada. I can't imagine being UK. Like, just can't it's imagine. everywhere, darling. It's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. books make that really easy nowadays they do so because one of the things that uh we well those who have seen my social media and heard some of my interviews will know that I am a book snob (laughs) and and all of these Canva chaos don't get me wrong you can create something quite sensational in Canva and I do realize that ebooks do have their place. There are oh, yeah. things oh, that yeah. you can, you know, if you're doing a lead magnet, that's fine, but just call it a lead magnet. Don't call it a book. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a book. <laughs> it's just a PDF document that you've uploaded. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like when we're doing these things and one of the things that you find um, getting your book into bookstores around the world and I don't know if this is something that you and your publisher are doing at the moment other than on the big platforms. Right. Um, but one of the reasons why a lot of bookstores will not accept indie authors is simply and purely because there is so much crap out there. Yeah. So all these people <laughs> pumping out this crap are actually giving other indie authors or boutique publishers a complete blanket no we're not doing it we're not publishing because unless they have been published by the top five and because you've got every man and his dog at the moment publishing books themselves or publishing under someone else's name like I'm not many people like my books are social justice human rights and you know if you're going to write a business book with me it's got to be associated to actually a memoir-based inspirational journey that's and that's actually offering something to the world that can give a voice to the voiceless. So for example, like um, one of my clients at the moment, Crystal Richardson, one of her books is the 51 P's to powerful public speaking. Great book. And we've gone deep and like, I wanted her to go deeper into her journey and why she wanted to do public speaking and, you know, like her journey through Africa and all the things that she's involved Mm -hmm. with and all the things that she speaks on. 
But when you're actually doing a business book like that, you're actually giving a voice to the voiceless. So it was completely on brand, even though it was a business book. Um, and I'm all about education. So, of course, I'm going to promote uh, certain business books. But these top 10 tips and all your emails and your Facebook posts, seriously, sort it out. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of posts like that where it's, um, I'm not an expert on anything. I just kind of crank it out and people think I'm an expert. And, yeah, I've, mm. I've seen a lot of those. <laughs> a lot of those. It's kind of like a get-rich scheme but in a weird yeah way yeah it, I've published quite... 120 books and they're all 100 pages long with lots of pictures of me covering half a page and about half a dozen <laughs> lines and it's 299 it's my selfie book <laughs> yeah. I just needed a selfie book it's no big deal <laughs> but it's interesting because you know I'm doing this authority mastermind one of the things that has come up is uh when I told them, like, and I've been looking at this, I've got something in my eye. That's got it now. Um, <laughs> my workbooks are actually workbooks. I mean, I've been a teacher. I've yeah. done guest lecturing. You know, I'm doing a PhD. <laughs> so my workbooks are actually, there's going to be a lot of bloody work to do. They're like, my workbooks are over 100 pages and there's like activities to do and there's yeah. deep diving, there's questions, there's paragraphs to analyze and Cool. things like this and it's actually been interesting the feedback I'm getting because people are not used to a workbook being a workbook we've got so used to mediocrity and really producing such a low level amount of work and a low level amount of content in our books that when we actually give people proper content <laughs> what a lot of people are really <laughs> surprised so when your book comes out and it's got a beautiful illustration on the back and you've got all of these real reviews which you haven't paid for and you're winning these awards it's no surprise because these people are and this is not to say that you didn't deserve them because right. you know there is so much crap out there but it really does mean that you would think when you put that much effort into a proper book and you get it edited and typeset and you get a proper illustration, you'd think that that would encourage people. Why do you think that people are, I mean, you've already probably touched on it. They're just in it for the money-making and just to be seen and the ego. Yeah. Why do you think that is? It's weird. I, I'm not, I can only speak for the United States. I'm not sure how things are for England, for, you know, <laughs> across the sea or Canada, because I got that. <laughs> I said that weird earlier. Um, but I know specifically for the United States, I think fame is so hyped up. I think that fame is such a, this is the level of success, success you should get to. There's no proper explanation of why, where, how. Everybody is just get rich quick. I want to be famous, but they don't think about what it takes to get there or what kind of what it could do to your mental health, what it could do to your physical health, what it could do to your family, your friends. And they also don't think about what kind of message they really want to put out. A lot of people just want to have an easy life and float, I guess, on a boat of money. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with it once they have it. But I, I think the that's then they won't have any money. Trust me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put it all into the boat. Um, we call it think, bang yeah. out another thousand. That's the acronym <laughs> for boat. <laughs> bang out another thousand. I'll have to remember that. Um, but I think at least for the United States, that's that's the way I've seen it. Like a lot of people have joked because, um, you know, small town. So people are like, oh, you wrote one book. You're a famous author now. And I just have to like, and it's weird that they're not, some of them are not joking. Like it's legitimately like they're like, oh, you're famous now. And I'm like, 
no, that's different. That's not <laughs> like you're the only person who still knows who I am. There's not thousands, hundreds, not millions, whatever. Yeah. I was like, I can still go outside. So I think a lot of people don't grasp what it really means to do those things for a reason, to have a message, to do it because you're passionate about something, not because you want to float on your money boat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so have you been recognized yet? Other than by the people who know you, obviously, I mean, they're, they're, hopefully they'll recognize you. <laughs> not, oh, that would be so sad. Oh my God. Um, no, not really. I, I think the book is more recognized because I have seen where um, somebody will review it or post about it and people will say like, oh, I've seen that book around. I should get that. Or, oh, I've seen it a few times. Or, oh, I've seen that cover. It's great. So people are recognizing the book, not so much me, but that's completely fine. Like, please mob the book. <laughs> Don't mob me. That's fine. So I always try to tell people that that's not my goal to writing these books. Like I do it because I want to and because I like the messages. It's, it's not yeah. going to be, I want people to recognize me. And believe me, I will probably cry if it does ever happen because <laughs> that's just how I react to everything. But uh, not so far. Not so far. <laughs> it's really weird when it does happen. Mm. Has it happened to you like in yeah. in passing or? Yeah, a few quite a few times. It's like, so I mean, cool. the first time it happened, I was uh, sat, I mean, my boy, I mean, at the, I mean, I was writing for a, a magazine when it happened oh, okay. years ago and writing for business publications. Um, and I remember my young, my oldest son was in a play gym thing and I was just sitting there. I, I mean, I'd been jumping around on the trampolines with him and going through all the soft play in the ball pool, but I was like, okay, I'm kind of done now. I just need to go and sit and read a book and have a cup of tea. <laughs> and I've just sat there and I'm reading this book and I've got my cup of tea and I'm just really in that moment of just like, oh, it's just me. And then this guy comes up with this newspaper, goes, is this you? Did you sign it for me? And I was like, what? <laughs> so hold on, say that again real quick. What? And then I remember when I was in um, Auckland, so like on the other side of the world, and I've not yeah. been in like New Zealand very long, um, and I'm walking oh. down the street in Auckland, they're like, oi, mermaid girl. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's even, I think that's even weirder because they know like the nickname. <laughs> they know like, oh my gosh. And then I'm on this ferry uh, going to this island. Uh, this guy comes up to me and goes, you're the mermaid girl, aren't you? And I'm just like, what's going on here? And I'm just like, what's... and then I remember I was in the top of Australia. I mean, these are the first few times, you know, like yeah. when it happened overseas. Um, I mean, I, well, I kind of wasn't really that surprised with the guy in Sheffield because I'd been doing business in Sheffield for quite a bit of time. I'd been writing mm -hmm. for, you know, business articles and things and then yeah. the newspapers and the regionals and I'd been on like TV and stuff. But Been around. Um, yeah, no. Um, but when I get up into Cairns, like well, it's Port Douglas in the north of Australia. Jeez. Like I've not even been in, I'm not, I've not even been there 24 hours and I thought, Okay, I've just been on a boat for a month. I really want to go and be surrounded by lots of books. <laughs> so I went and found this little cafe. Well, it was a bookshop that got a little cafe out the back. Perfect. I love That's those beautiful. kind of books. Oh, it was stunning. Absolutely. Like, the smell of one. books. The smell of books after a month at sea. I was like, ah. Oh. 
not salty. It's not in my eyes. <laughs> oh no, I love that. I love that. But you know, it's just like cake, tea, and books. Yeah, like the best smells other than the ocean. Best combos. <laughs> yeah, um, and. Um, I was sat there and I was just reading this book um, and I was like, just, you know, tea, cake and book and, you know, and then I said, Dawn, is that you? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Did, 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 what? No, I must be dreaming it. And I carried on reading. <laughs> and I'm thinking I didn't just like hearing things now. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in a place in the north of Australia where I've never been before. <laughs> like, who the heck knows before. me here? There <laughs> was someone I'd met in Australia wow. who, who had been sailing with me on a boat. So she goes, I thought that was you. She goes, I've seen all your books. She goes, I've been following you since you were on that boat and everything. And I'm just like, really? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wow. I can't imagine. Well, <laughs> because, yeah, what do you say? I mean, like, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you want some cake? <laughs> I mean, not this one. I'm eating this one. I'll get you some more. <laughs> yeah, bitch, touch my cake and I'll bet you. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch this or this. I'm watching you. <laughs> this cake is mine. This is the, I don't get vegan, gluten-free sugar <laughs> very often. So touch the cake and I kill you. <laughs> well, then it'd be great because then you get that weird reputation just in Australia. About being just aggressive over cake. Yeah, the aggressive cake woman. Dun, dun, dun. We should write you, a book on that. If you that. see her on a boat, run the other way. <laughs> well, if they see me on a boat, they'd better swim the other way. Yes. You're not Jump very in the good ocean. for these land water analogies, are you? No. <laughs> I don't know if I've been on a proper, proper boat. So that's what? that's on me. <laughs> Yeah, your pink flamingo, your pink unicorn flamingo um, rubber ring in, in the pool doesn't count as a boat, man. <laughs> fine. I've been telling people I have a boat, but I guess you exposed my lie now. <laughs> well, you know, that is what I do. <laughs> Truth serum. <laughs> it affects our lives. Doesn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> so, like... One of the things I do want to, I mean, obviously going back to the awards, because as you know, I've just been up for an award. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Outstanding writing. And that like, I'd already, and thank you. I'd <laughs> entered in one of my clients, I'd entered his book into it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, he's got, he's got to go in this. And then when I'm talking with Linda, who like, she's my right hand woman when it comes to all things like, you know, it's like I do like all the coaching. She does all the metadata stuff and all the technical stuff. Oh, yeah. Don't get me involved with that, please. <laughs> Same. Um, I struggle with put, putting filters on photos and putting them on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I don't even use filters. Like, I don't even take no, advantage. No. Um, and, um, I, like, some of the filters you see are just ridiculous. I'm like, well, why would you put that on there? And it's completely wrong. It doesn't even look natural. Snapchat is worse. Don't ever get Snapchat. <laughs> I never had that one. Don't. But the thing with the, <laughs> but she actually said to me, we're entering you into the ward. I'm like, what? And she goes, <laughs> well, well, like we're entering you into the ward. I was like, really? <laughs> like, <I'm> My heart. <laughs> wow, thanks. Me? <laughs> So even with all the stuff you've done, you still have that feeling. Like, it's just that great feeling of like me. 
<laughs> yeah, I do. I love that. Even, even after, like, I think I'm now up to like 16 books that I've, 10 books I've written and published and six that I've co-authored. Every time, like, the last when I wrote Alpha um, and I just finished it just before I was getting on the boat to travel down the Amazon River. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> I stood on the boat watching the sun go down. I just wrote a book. <laughs> I can I'm just stood there. That feeling. I just, wrote, I just wrote a fucking book. I just feel wrote a so book. good. And I'm stood there like this on the back of the boat, and people are like looking at me like, what's this shit? Right? And I go, third bay. And I was like, see, me, I script the novel either. This <laughs> is like, oh. Good job. <laughs> and, then we started, and we just started chatting then and I was like Aww. I just wrote a book <laughs> but I think that's the thing like because we don't do it for the prestige we don't do it for like we're still in that space of I've just written a book that actually means something mm-hmm. exactly. I've actually achieved a dream or I'm working towards a bigger dream or it still has that joy associated to it instead of sitting there banging out book after book out I mean I know I do bang out book after book after book after book after book <laughs> well you're doing it because you have so much in there it's not you know it's not for money uh, it's not like okay I have to get something down so people will continue buying my stuff it's just you know no, it's just it's all in money. there I actually do need to buy food you know? well yeah I mean I, mean, I guess <laughs> I do have to buy food and pay for an apartment but yeah it's the for me, it's like being of service and following my purpose and following my dream. Yeah. I know the money will come. I don't have to worry about that. That is, that's just a given. And when I'm on purpose, and I think that's one of the reasons why I can write so fluidly and write so much, but I don't think I know. Um, because it's like, I want to have this impact in the world. I want to show people what's going on in the world. I want to be able to let people know that, um, you know, there's so much beauty in people around the world and there are these problems in the world that we can all solve if we do it together, you know, um, and that's where my books come from. But I want to know what was the inspiration behind Sin Eater and where did that come from? Like, what made you sit down and write a book? I mean, your illustrations, like I keep going back to your illustrations because you are a very talented uh, artist. But the, where did Sin Eater come from? Um, when I was a teenager, I had actually always dreamed of writing and illustrating comics. That was my ah. big thing. I read a lot of comics. Um, I was really into the artwork, hence it, it you know, inspiring my artwork. Um, but, you that know, anime. I was, yeah, but, you know, I was young and didn't really do much with it. I had a lot of ideas, but I was young, flighty. I was too busy. Like, oh, I have a boyfriend. I'm in school, my parents, whatever. And I didn't think about it. Um, and as the years went by that dream, just, I kind of fell into that small town thing where it was like, oh, you know, I live in Alabama. I'm not going to do any of that. I'll just have my, you know, retail job. I'll work, I'll make money. I'm happy, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I drew, I was, I think it was from 2011. I was drawing this character over and over again. I just got so fixated on her, the one on the front of that book. Um, I think the one on the front of the book is the first full illustration I ever did of her. And it was kind of a way for me to pour out 
any kind of frustrations, feelings, whatever I had going on. Um, and as my life progressed, uh, probably for a lot of, a lot of artists and authors might say this, the idea behind the book came from a lot of pain. Um, I had gone through something and I kept thinking like just, just thoughts over and over was like, I would be completely fine if I could just take these little memories from these certain years, forget them, erase them, put them away, and then just keep going from this point. And I'm not normally like that. I'm usually a person who is very like, I learned things from this bad experience. Um, this person who hurt me, I learned, but that pain, I guess, was just so deep that it was, it just made me, I guess, you know, tragedy might, you know, change people where it's the like emotion you know, just came up for you just then and your energy changed. There you go. It just, it changes you. And I heard some lyrics from a song and uh, I, I'm going to be really, I'm really bad where I know the lyrics when I'm singing it. <laughs> you like me, the song that goes, I can't. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have to have the melody, but the song um, it's from a band called yellow card. Um, they're broken up now, sadly, but, uh, they said something about take what hurts, write it all down on these paper walls and then burn it down and be done with it. And that got those cogs in your brain thinking like, what, what would happen if that existed? Would people take the opportunity to erase those memories? Would people actually do that? And then I started thinking about, well, what if I wrote it from the perspective of the person who can do that? What would she do? What's her backstory? And I think I wrote one chapter. I wrote the first chapter because that, that was always my, my thing. I, I always wrote the first chapter, the first few pages of something, and then just let it sit there. <laughs> so I wrote the first chapter, just let it sit there for forever. And uh, I, I don't even remember what exactly was the event that just got me going. But I remember when I was 27, I think I was suffering from bad anxiety. I had just gone to... Uh, the doctor about it, just thought this is like controlling my life. This is not good. I need to improve. And I think that was around the time that it was like, I haven't done anything in my twenties. I haven't been productive. I've been working cool, but where has that led me to nothing that I'm proud of? And so it was just like, I don't care if I ever get this published, I'm going to write it. And that was my only goal. I didn't think about publishing. I didn't think about agents. It was just, if I can get a full book written I will be happy. And so, yeah, I, I put a lot of time, I think it was about a year that I took to write it because I just kind of went off the seat of my pants and didn't really plan it. <laughs> I've learned that's that, cool. I, I, yeah, I've learned that that's like really fun. Cause then you just, you, like you said, it's like some sessions you just kind of, it all flows out. And then some, I had to stare at a screen for a couple of hours. Oh. Um, but yeah. And I just kind of banged it out with a lot of the emotion that I was feeling. And it almost was cleansing, getting all that out. And it was an actual book. And that's when it started with, all right, well, it's here. It exists. Maybe I can do something with it. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I work in those layers, like we talked about earlier, where it's, mm -hmm. I just get the one thing, then I go to the next thing, go to the next thing. I think it's how I work best. But I think that's an artistic thing though, isn't it? Like a painter mm. or like an like especially with an illustrator, because you'll start with an outline. So true. Or, yeah, I like that. it's a it's a very similar process. You're very um, right. Something looks weird when you first start it, and then you keep putting those layers on it, and it gets better and yeah. better and better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like so how did you find your publisher then? 
or did they approach you or what, what happened? I found them through <laughs> extensive Googling, so much Googling. It's, I guess like if, if anybody <laughs> watches this and they like, want to publish the a book, book, like we've talked about, it takes almost as much work to publish or even find a publisher as it is writing one. And I don't know if mm. a lot, I think, I think a lot of people get discouraged by that because my research I did for the first little bit, it was just like, wow, that's a lot of steps. That's a lot of stuff. This publisher wants this, this publisher wants this, even, even just down to the fonts they want or double spacing. Like it's just very precise about how they want things sent into them to read it and consider it for publication. Um, but I just, just found so it through extensive Googling. Like if you send me a, if you send me a, a manuscript, I just want it in a word document. <laughs> I love and you. I, do. <laughs> I just want it in a word document with the genre you'd like, <laughs> a, a synopsis of the book. Don't send it to me in anything more than a word document that's actually divided up into chapters. That that'd be good. <laughs> She's an angel, guys, because that's not how it is out there. <laughs> I've seen things, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so have I and that's why I've gone you know what just send Ooh, me a word document just, just whatever just send it just don't give me anything really technical <laughs> yeah I mean something where, where if you have to work to get to it then maybe not well I think the thing is I mean before we carry on on that we've got to look at where people's skill sets are yeah because I'm my I, I'm quite good at drawing buildings and there was a point where I was probably going to go into architecture I'm <laughs> like Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> another but life, yes. another life. <laughs> I, I'm more the kind of let, let me buy a real rundown or knock the guts out of this and rebuild it from the inside out. That's the kind of like, so I am an architect of people and an architect of books. So, you know, there is that. So I am an architect. <laughs> there you go, Mr. Wicks. You'll be, you'll be happy with me. I am an architect of some kind. Took your advice. I still remember all my teacher's names. But I do think that what we've got to look at is that there are some people who are really great, at like because my clients are wide and varied. You know, we've got Nath. Oh God, have you have you read seen his book Slave Boy and um, Blood Child? He's the only fiction author that I've uh, published so far. Oh wow! Um, and the reason why I published his books, I mean, not only I mean, again, I met him. I got off a bus in New Zealand. Um, after traveling from the North Island to the South Island across the, on the ferry. So it, like, I'd been on the bus for like 10 hours just to get to the ferry. And then I had a beautiful couple of hours on the ferry. And then like, I don't know how many hours from where I was going to Christchurch. Um, and then I met Nathan in a bar because I just got off the, and I was like, I really, oh, hello. <laughs> I went away for a second. <laughs> I'm what is he doing? Stop messing with those things, Sean. <laughs> He's not in the room, thankfully. <laughs> She has a wonderful husband, guys, who was tweaking and faffing, as I call it, with all the tech. Like, he just made it all perfect for a lucky lady. Um, and um, I met him, and I was like, he had such a brilliant mind. Um, and then when um, we, we stayed in touch, and then he goes, Dawn, I really want to write a book. And I was like, Do you? And he was like, <laughs> <What>? Yeah. <laughs> And he goes, and there's no one else I want to publish my books. And you know, well, I don't, Aww. I don't do fiction. Um, I mean, I write my sacred series as fiction mainly to protect the identities oh, yeah. um, Most of the, the the people whose stories I've been gifted. Um, but he shared with me the storyline, 
And you know, like when you're watching people and then they just go off in like there and he started describing all the world to me. And I was like, yes. (laughs) And he was like, really? I was like, yes. (laughs) Because I could tell it was just so within him. But the storyline of these, uh, excuse me, the storyline of these books, they had such, um, even though it was fiction and even though he'd create these worlds, um and whole new language and whole new time measurement currency wow. it's amazing I'm like I'm like have you written the third one yet Nathan <laughs> he's not even finished like and he's and I'm like come on I want the third book <laughs> now go like I'm gonna send some, like some bad juju your way if you don't hurry up and get that book written <laughs> but looking at it from a mother's point of view of two boys well two sons young gentlemen I could see so much of what was in these stories that a lot of teen young men and men go through. And for me, that was a book that needed to be um, in my, on my collection because it was, for me, it was giving a voice. Um, And what's really interesting is I said to him, you're going to have a lot of men connect with this. And he was like, oh no, I'm writing it for everyone. Like, you know, I'm like, you're going to have a lot of men. (laughs) I know the audience. (laughs) (laughs) I know how we're doing it. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I've read more books than there are in the world. (laughs) Probably not, obviously, (laughs) because there's a lot of crap out there. But (laughs) don't read all of it. Don't read all of it. Um, I love, you know, I love calling myself on my own like rhetoric and my own waffle. It's just great. And people are like, you're so funny. You just call yourself on all of it. I'm like, well, if I don't, it's going to scout it. Well, then nobody else can. They're like, well, oh, I'm sure I- he said it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really one of the reasons her. why I, I wrote my first book because everyone kept asking me the same questions and I was like oh you know what I'm just going to write my I'm just going to write a book and you can go read it I love and that. then as I'm writing it <laughs> and then I was like oh I suppose I better go write it now and then as I'm sat down and I'm writing it I was like you know what I am going to be a very big name I am going to be a household name and I am going to be at the forefront of doing whatever uh, like where I'm going and what I'm I've set out to do and I am going to be known around the world so I better put everything in this book. Every single All book. the drugs, everything in there, like all the raving, all the everything that I've ever done and how the best pills in the UK were at clubs called Die Hard and all of this, which got busted and the club oh, no. days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. And it was interesting because Dave, actually, the promoter, when I turned up and gave him his copy of the book, he goes, I can't believe you wrote that in there. I was like, why? He goes, Dawn, you're going to get us busted again. I went, no, because the club's under a different name now. I said, but you can't say, (laughs) I can't not put that in there because that's the one reason most people actually went. Let's be honest. You want to know me by now, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But the thing is, going back to it, we're seeing Nath create this world, and I know that I'm not, going to be there faffing around formatting and fonting it and line spacing and stuff I'm going to hire someone to do that for me so if an author has got such a great writing style and they've got such an important message or a book to write just let them get on and write it and make it as easily accessible for them to approach and find uh, a publisher and someone said to me oh you publish you promote yourself too much I'm like that's because so many authors do find it so difficult to find a publisher that's actually, especially the kind of books I publish, 
They find it difficult to find a publisher that will allow them to swear. They find it difficult to find a publisher that um, will talk about the subjects that I want to talk about. Hmm. Um, and it is, and th- because I've got so many different price points as well. So depending yeah. on what you want to do. And then this thing, some of my authors are more, have got more results than others right. because they've got different budgets. They've got different goals. Some of them, they just want to publish. Yeah. They just want, like you said, it's a therapeutic process for them mm-hmm. to actually go through this and just get their book published. Then there, there are those that want to take over the world like I do <laughs> in the best possible hippie, let's go and have lots of tea and dr- read lots of books in lots of flower gardens and just have lots of fun. Um. <laughs> Sounds like a great world. Sign me up, please. <laughs> uh, you know, growing veggies and dancing in flowers and going swimming in the ocean. That's my kind of world. <laughs> oh, if only. <sighs> we just take but, the rest of the podcast staring off into space, dreaming. Yeah. About that. <laughs> I, I am heading to Canada. I'm going to British Columbia. So that's where Ooh. I'm hoping I'll be able to do a lot of that. Fantastic. Um, yeah. But again, it's like you were saying, like finding a publisher, um, you know, and then <laughs> some people are surprised that I say to them, you know, I, because I am a boutique publisher and you will invest in publishing. I'm not giving you a cash advance. Right. Um, and so I wanted to understand, like, how did you go about that? Did you get a cash advance? Did you, um, like, did you invest in your book publishing? What was the process when you found your publisher? Um, so when I found them, uh, they actually, I think their front page, and it might still say this, talked about how they used to be a publisher that exclusively published mental health books. And now, kind of like you, they've, they've started going into the fiction world. And I really, really loved that idea. I felt like my book kind of fit the human condition, mental health issues, but it just in a fiction story, of course. And so when I submitted to them, um, they were the only one that ever actually got back to me and asked for a full manuscript because their submission process was actually a little different than the rest, which that I guess that shows that they gave people more of a chance to give them more of themselves before just being like, nope, bye. Um, because they did, instead of, I think a lot of them were paste your first few words or paste or just give us a synopsis and that's it. But this one said, here's this document. Tell us a timeline, even spoil it. Give us all the spoilers. Let us know everything that happens in this book in so many words. And so when she got back to me, um, she was, she's actually like a one woman show. She owns the whole publishing company. Um, she got back to me. We went back and forth a few times uh, because it was actually the first time I ever got critiqued as well, like really harshly critiqued, but it was great. Like, it sounds funny to say that, but it was great. No, 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 um, good. Yeah, I, I loved that because I had tried to get a few people to read it. Most people are just going to be like, oops, I forgot or I'm busy. Um, I only had one friend read it through. And, you know, it, I do trust my friends to give me a good opinion, but it is a friends. lot more valuable yeah, to get <laughs> to get just an unbiased, never seen my face before opinion. So that was it, it was hard at first, but it was great because I feel like my book now is the best it could be. Um, so she basically told me if you will work with an editor closely with an editor, we will gladly take this, but it does need work, which again, it's like, thank you. Thank you for telling me the truth. Yes. Like I was so happy. Um, 
we worked out, I did not get an advance. Uh, they're a very small press, which actually is, they're in the state over from me, Mississippi. And um, like I said, very small. Um, I didn't have to pay them anything though. They covered editor, they covered costs. Um, they did use my drawing as the cover, but she made it. So I, I just put the work in editing and they did the rest. They formatted, um, they made sure everything was good. And of course I, I did have to get in there and um, kind of check because they always want your eyes to be the last thing to hit yep. it, which is also Absolutely. a wonderful thing. Um, cause I don't, I've, n- I've never worked with any other publishers, so who knows there might, they might take more control. No, no, no. You know. She sounds very similar to me. I mean, like when I do, when I ask people to submit manuscript assessment, one of the things that I will do is like, okay, just tell me what it's about, what's going on in the book. You know, why you think that this is a fit for us? Yeah. Send like, you know, send it over to this email address and we'll, I'll read it through and I'll give you the feedback and, you know, whether I think it is something that if you change this bit here, then yes, it's a go or absolutely we're a go, or actually, no, this is not my kind of book, yeah. but here's a publisher that you might actually want to go and touch. Oh, so that's excellent. To. I love that. Well, yeah, because there's so many of us out there. Oh, um, so many. <laughs> and, you know, I know that there are a lot of what I call van that are known in the industry as vanity publishers. Yes. And yes. I got stung by them once, and it took me years to get my first book back. And it, oh, no. like, they presented themselves as a traditional publishing house. Um, and then it just, yeah, bad for, bad to worse, which is one of the yes. reasons why I'm so, this is what I went through. I never want another author to go through all of this again. Yes. Um, and um, like my website, it has all the resources on there and like there's so Good. much on there. And it's just, you know, think about this, think about this. And then what about this? Have you, um, and like my seven week author course, you know, and, yeah. and like, there's a lot of train, a lot of new trainings that have been uploaded on the website and, but I think it's really important that they're because we've been through that process ourselves right um and you know it's always better to go with somebody who knows what they're doing and like that I mean I do a lot of the um what you would call the editing process as I'm reading yeah. a manuscript once they've said yes to me um and I'm really looking forward to the day when I actually say to my very first author here's a cash advance like leave it with yeah. me that is what I'm working to. Um, I want to, you know, I want to see so much impact in the world. But I do think it's really important that, you know, um, we, we actually do work with each other and we work and we make it easy for the authors. So the fact that you didn't have to pay in advance, so yes. you didn't have to pay up, but you no. didn't get an advance either, but they were able to cover that. Oh, yeah, uh, it was it was definitely like I feel like a 50-50 effort um, because my editor was great. Um, she sent mine back and the, I guess like the in quotations disadvantage of a smaller press is that it will take longer for your book to come out. And I think that's why a lot of people self-publish is because they just get antsy. You know, they're like, Oh, I just want to put it out right now. Cause I mean, I waited like at, at least a year or so before we started actually working on editing it. Um, but I could not replace the experience that I had with this editor, um, because in the year <laughs> that I was waiting, I started getting all these ideas, all these things I wanted to rework, but they had my manuscript now, so I couldn't change anything. So when she okay. got back to me with my edits, I just laid it all out. It was like, here's all the changes I want to make. I'm going to have to tear it up and put it back together again. What do you think? And she was on board. She, she was like, yes, let's do that. You send it to me. And so that again, was that freedom that I felt where they trusted me with my own story 
And when I sent it back to her, I was thinking there's going to be a lot of little gray, like little red marks. And she's going to say, this is wrong. This is wrong. But when it got back, it was like, all right, here's these two little things. I love the changes you made. And it just, I don't know. It was that fulfilling feeling of feeling like this book is now the best that it is because I had Mm. someone experienced to talk to about it and go back and forth with about it. Mm. I think that's the the important thing that we've had the editor. And um, I mean, I, I've just gone through my first two books with an editor and then it's structurally re-edited um, because we've broken up the trilogy into four books oh, man. and separated the first two um, into the duology of trust and treason. Oh. And uh, the, sec- the third book, Crossing the Line, that's now been broken down into the Scotland saga. Um, okay. And that will be book one will be Crossing the Line and then book two will be called, called Lightning Strikes Twice. So should um, I wait to get the next one or like, should I keep going well, with the original that, trilogy or? <laughs> that, well, it depends which book you're up to. <laughs> I, I'm, I've only gotten through Friday Bridge. I haven't bought any others yet. So I'm wondering yeah, like what I should well, do. <laughs> you might want to wait. But I mean, the thing is, Wallahi, I would probably, I mean, that's going live in the next week, I think. So okay. So not too bad. But by not the, too bad by the time that this goes out, this podcast goes out and I've sent it, because again, I don't do all the technical stuff with this. Yeah. You really don't want me to. <laughs> I will send, once I've recorded this, I send it off to Amber. She puts the intro and the outro to it. And then she sends it to Jerry, who then uploads it on the website and does the graphics for it. And I'm just Fantastic. like, yeah, just, I love they're that. like, Dawn, just stay out of it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, just you're like, fine, I guess. But really, you're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yes. <laughs> So the, and, and it, I think it's necessary because even though I'm a very good writer anyway, and I've been doing it for a long time, you know, and whether it's been business or journalism or whether it's been food critics, because I'm also a bit of food critic, I don't you know that. Um, and, um, you know, even though I've got all of those different styles of writing, I'm still not arrogant enough to think that I know mm-hmm. Um, and I had one woman attack me uh, re- a few months ago saying, you're so arrogant, you don't think you need an, uh, uh, an editor. But, but what she'd actually um, misunderstood was, I'm happy with it until I find the right editor. Right. Because a lot of editors will change your story. And, um, and one of the things it took me a while, because editing is not a cheap process. You know, you're looking at a rough around about ten thousand dollars for a good editor to do a structural re-edit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Structural re-editing and copy editing—that's about ten thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And you—and the thing is, to get you go through that process, you become a better writer. Your oh, book yeah. becomes a better book. You get better distribution deals. You get the opportunity to go into competi- uh, competitions or awards or. You know, and, you know, you get the opportunity to actually um, to actually grow. And if your goal is to get published by one of the top five, working with um, a publisher like yours or like myself, we can actually help you on that first rung of the ladder. And so even though you might invest with a publisher like me or like you work 50-50 with the publisher that you went with, investing with a publisher like me or my friend Julie um uh we that actually shows a top five publisher that you actually believe in your work right if you're willing to invest that into yourself and you're willing to actually put yourself out there through a self-publishing deal or with a boutique publisher and then actually raise your game and then they're helping you get all of this for uh, for me if i found out that one of my authors 
had then gone on to get a big massive deal with a top five I would be so stoked for them. <laughs> Fantastic. One of my authors has just got into the top five universities in the UK. They've got Ooh. into the Bodleian Library in Oxford, the Cambridge University. They've got into um, the Trinity University of Ireland, the uh, University of Scotland, University Library of Scotland and the University of Wales Library or whatever it's called. Sorry, Wales. <laughs> I do love you. <laughs> But again, it's like these are the things that we're working to and these are the things that we can put our clients into and these are the things that, you know, are actually available to all of us if we believe in ourselves. Yes. And I feel like if you work towards it too, because I think a lot of people think that maybe the first couple they send to should, because I mean, a lot of them these days don't even respond and they do warn you on their websites. They say, if we don't Don't reply within six weeks, six months, sorry, you know, try again in a year, try again in however long. I mean, I can't, I, I think all my notes are gone from the, the old days now, but I mean, I probably can't even tell you how many I submitted to or how many agents I tried to submit to. And that's okay. Like I, I, I mean, I'm actually it's kind of excited process. to get back into it. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's a weird rush. So authors have a weird serotonin thing going on in their brain, but <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> so what was your experience with agents then? Because I know that a lot of people, um, a lot of authors that I've spoken to, they're like, what do you think about getting an agent door? And what do you think about this? And what's your experience with agents? Now, again, my kind of books, there aren't that many agents out there that will deal right. with, you know, yeah. trauma and abuse. You want like marketable, corruption. you know, <laughs> definitely yeah. understand that. By the way, I'm going to bring down Scotland Police. Will you be my agent? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like, uh, kind of sell the opportunity very well. <laughs> let's just delete this email. <laughs> so um, how did you find it? Because obviously, I mean, we're in both very different genres, as we both know, and mm-hmm. uh, but what did you find? How were the agents? How did they deal with you? Were they very much again very dismissive, or were they inviting? Very, or? very dismissive, but not in a bad yeah. way. There, w- there were no. This is awful. So <laughs> it was just very. Uh, I think there was a lot of the messages were very. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like. There's a phrase they used a lot. I think it was. Uh, it's not what I'm looking for at the time. Like that. So they're not saying your work is bad or don't submit it to someone else. And, and they do say, you know, well wishes. I hope you do find an agent that fits your work more. But I, I think it was a little more copy paste, you know, but at least you get, I got a response though, which is nice. Cause I, a lot of them, I didn't get a response. And again, that's a clear no too. That's fine. I yeah. know that they probably get, I can't even think of how many emails they probably get a day. Mm. Um, so just the fact that I got some responses did make me feel better because then I could cross them off my list and send out to a few more. Yeah. Cause I didn't want to send out to a ton at the same time. I didn't want to get too diluted. Yeah. Like too. I love that out. strategy. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't want to like get an email saying, yeah, send me your full manuscript. And I have to be like, who is this again? Hold on. I got to go research them again <laughs> because I don't know who this is. So I really tried to find people that it was like, I like this person. They seem like they want my genre. They seem like a good fit just from the things I read. So it would only be a few at a time. And then it would just be mark off and then continue Googling, mm. researching. Or I, ha- I think I had a list where it was like, okay, send to these people next. Mm. Um, so you were very methodical in your process. Very, very. Uh, if I'm not organized, I'm crazy. So I have to be organized because <laughs> otherwise <laughs> I will drown. So I have to. Yeah. And that's something else, I guess, if somebody's watching and they never published being organized and methodical helps a ton because then you don't feel like 
you're drowning as much because it does feel like you are working towards a goal instead of just wildly throwing everything at the wall and hoping that somebody likes it enough to scrape it off, you know? So methodical helps. Very it much really so. does. And this mm-hmm. is the thing, because it's like, I remember probably about a year or so ago, Jerry, who does all my book cover designs, he also does my webmaster stuff. He's like Uncle Jerry. <laughs> and he keeps me out of trouble. Um, and I remember I wrote something on the back of crossing the lines. He goes, you're not putting that on there. Because you're not putting it on there, Dawn. Put what you like inside the book, but you're not writing that on the back cover. Like, okay, Jerry. (laughs) I thought it was your favorite niece, but okay. (laughs) I'm not his niece. I I I know, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uncle Jerry, why are you so mean to me? (laughs) Yeah, no, he, he, no, he. Jerry is my say. Jerry is my is like keeps me out of trouble. Oh yeah, you gotta have somebody. But the thing is, is like, I have this big vision. I know exactly where I'm going. And then he said to me recently, he goes, Dawn, there's just so much going on. I'm like, yeah, I know because like, I can see it. He goes, but yeah. no one else can. I'm like, what? And he goes, no one else can see what's in your head. I went, probably wouldn't want to. He goes, well, that is true. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but because we have this vision and like when we're writing the books, like, you know, and we're, we're working on this marketing campaign or we're working on, you know, like what's next and what's coming after that. I mean, I always work three levels ahead of myself. Oh, yeah. Because I know that if I'm not working at least three levels ahead of myself, any fear I have about this level is still here. Agreed. So let's get rid of that. So I'm already at three levels ahead of myself. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not doing that anymore. I've moved on. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, you're still doing that. Now I'm not so scared anymore. I didn't have time (laughs) to think about it. I was too busy. Sorry, I didn't let you know. I definitely freak out my husband a lot when I you know, will sit down to lunch, dinner or whatever. And I'll tell him like, okay, well, I got to send an email to this person. And then I've got to send a book out to this person. And then this just, just go on and on about all the stuff I want to do in the next few weeks, w- books or writing, whatever. And he just always looks at me and says, um, have you ever thought about making a list or writing this down or and he's like, no, it's all up here? It's all up here. <laughs> do you not mind map it? <laughs> yeah. I should, I need, I need a better system, but like, cause for things like that, where I have to list who I sent something to, so I don't bother somebody by emailing them twice, but if it's just, ah. but if it's just like the things I'm playing on doing, it's all up here. And for some reason it's fine. I remember all of it. And yeah, he just doesn't understand but, okay. that. <laughs> me, I'm, there's a free bit of coaching for everybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. Something. Coach one me. of the things, yes. <laughs> well I did one of the reasons why I've moved to this apartment um and not only because I get a kitchen and I can go and play with food for a bit um is it has this big huge wall Ooh. Uh, if you can see this yeah. this actually says be the change you want to see in the world <laughs> there are these apartments where I am and they showed you all these different rooms and each room has got a different quote well each apartment's oh. got a different quote and I was like I really want that one I really want that oh, one please I please, really please, 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 please. <laughs> I walked in here and I yes and the guy goes what I went <laughs> I got the room I wanted <laughs> that is so crazy and he was like no it's manifestation darling <laughs> mm-hmm. so what I'm going to be doing because I see this wall this wall by the end of this by the end of tomorrow is going to have lots of post-it notes on it different uh like lots of a4 sheets of paper all stuck around 
so that you are be able to recreate the next level of the vision and the marketing strategy and the universities I'm contacting, the bookstores I'm contacting, the different uh, women's and business networks and mental health groups and who and all these different books uh, places where I'm going to be. I mean, I've already started on some of the university and teachers education sectors, um, but putting it out on the wall gets it out of here. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yes. So you know how you went through the writing process of it being therapeutic and getting it out Definitely. and down and it's out of your head. But then when you put it on the wall, and this is what I was saying to Jake, get it all out and put it on the wall so that when you and Carol or whenever the kids walk by, they see it, they can read it. Kids give you some of the best ideas, I'm telling you. <laughs> but because Sean absolutely is so supportive of everything that Very. you're doing, when you put it on the wall and he sees it, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, well, if you did this and this and this, that's just like all those jobs done at once. Or he actually might go off and do it, or he might give you a bit of better perspective. Get it maybe out so. of your head. Maybe so. <laughs> there is no maybe. I, after what I saw more. him doing at the beginning of this, <laughs> with the zooming in and is it blurry and is the sound okay? Oh, he would. That man, that man's definitely. got your back. <laughs> he have your back. <laughs> I think that's another reason why this author journey even began is I actually had that backbone that I had never had before. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. So if I fall, you'll be here, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> of course he will. But yeah, I do have, um, I do have some wall space behind me, as you can see. So mm. maybe I'll go buy some post-it notes. Yes, stationery shopping. Yes. Mm. Don't let me in the I do love shop. office supply <laughs> shopping, so... <laughs> just saying so now I'm kind of excited <laughs> she's like I'm going shopping tomorrow this is not closed yet I could go shopping tonight he would think I was crazy but he would like you said he'd come with me and if yeah, he thought he I was would. crazy <laughs> so what's next then for Sin Eater where is she going next and what's uh what's in the plan and we got a follow-up and how can people there's definitely going to be a sequel definitely a sequel Excellent. I will be writing that when I'm done with the one I'm currently working on that a lot of I feel like again this is that confidence issue that thankfully is going away now I was not anticipating that people would be like oh oh is your next book you're working you're working on Sin Eater 2 like is, is that what it is and I'm like oh whoops I didn't think you really <laughs> care about a sequel so it's not anything to do with that sorry <laughs> but next one because I've definitely been brainstorming and outlining and all that um, I have some good ideas that I think people will enjoy. Um, as for this particular, like just Sanita right now by itself, um, I haven't, it's sadly, because I have, I've been concentrating so much on this second book that I haven't been doing much with Sanita other than, of course, advertising, marketing, just getting it out to as many people as I can. Um, I'm actually selling at a festival tomorrow and I'm going to bring a bunch Excellent. of those with me. Um, but I definitely want to, I have a few phone numbers written down of some bookstores in the area that I want to go to and just kind of like, either have book signings or maybe try to get a few in there because I would love to hit some of the bigger retailers, but also a lot of our independent bookstores as well, because they deserve some love most definitely. Um, like I recently in my hometown, there's a tiny little bookstore and uh, I talked to her recently and she said she would get a few copies and sell them in her local author section. Nice. So I'm really excited. Um, and yeah, I definitely just need to get back on spreading the word about it. And so it's starting tomorrow where I'm going to be talking to a lot of people in my hometown because as you said, it kind of starts there first where, you know, everybody's kind of like, oh, you, you did this thing, huh? Because you just never know the connections and impact that people have, even in your mm. hometown. Um, I've met a couple of other authors 
through my first book signing and it was crazy. So now I have a couple of writer friends, which I haven't had really. So that was interesting, at least in real life. Um, so yeah, I'm just, uh, I guess like, I know I just, uh, <laughs> I know it just got on people about throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks, but for something that's already established now, I'm just kind of getting it out wherever I can. I've written a bunch of emails. I've re emailed a bunch of book reviewers. Um, I'm even contemplating because I love graphic novels so much. I've even contemplated that. I wonder if there's a direction with that as well, where we take that book and make it into a graphic novel somehow. And I illustrate it. So there's a lot of thoughts and a lot of things that are out there. And I think you should so. animate it on uh, YouTube, to be honest with you. Oh, that'd be fun. I don't know anything about animation, but I could learn, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Sean will figure it out. <laughs> Probably. Just, give him, just give him the illustrations. He'll do He's that. Like, Here you go. You, you do this. Have fun. <laughs> I'll give you $3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like, when you're going into, I mean, people just phone up. But I know that a couple of my authors, they're like, oh, well, they didn't want to take my books on. And I'm like, oh, and you get paid on the nose. And I'm not talking about getting paid on the nose on your face. I'm like, but I mean, the, the, for me, having coming from a sales background, you know, there is a 1073 10, uh, rule. You make 10 inquiries. She's gone again. What's happening? I can, I can still hear you. I just can't oh. see. Okay. This camera. You make, the, you make the 10 introductions. You get the, uh, like, so you, like you hit 10 people, but not literally, obviously. You get seven responses. You make three sales. Um, some people have said, you get three sales. I mean, a lot of the time people go, no, there are 12 touch points. There are seven touch points. Like, yeah, kind of. I don't have that experience. <laughs> I mean, I remember signing up one VIP client um, who did my 12-week author, my seven-week author course, uh, you know, and um, that was a five-figure ticket. And she read one blog post, jumped on a call with me, and it was game on. There was a lady that I've just met on LinkedIn. Um, we had uh, three, she saw three of my blog posts, uh, messaged me. I messaged her back. We jumped on a call. She signed up for six months with me. Nice. So <laughs> you never <laughs> know. know. You never. And know. this is why I say to people that because I have this entrepreneurial background, because I'm a businesswoman and I'm an activist, it made sense to me to make my business out of making the business of books but also right. social active uh, social activism and like human uh, rights and social justice books um and again this is one of the reasons why i'd be looking at things like um people go, oh you know do you do book reading so i'm like yeah kind of not the thing that <laughs> it's not like a poetry reading you know there are certain there are certain places where i could do that like certain oh, yeah. universities there are certain cafes that i could do that in but again, when I'm traveling and sailing around the world and I'm actually in Latin America at the moment, so not many people speak English. <laughs> and my Spanish is not that great to translate as I'm reading. Um, and neither Ugh. is my Portuguese. <laughs> so, you know, I'm fluent in both. But, <laughs> Big but, you know, reading in English to speak it in Spanish or to speak it in Portuguese, I'm not at that level yet. Um, oh, <laughs> making me exhausted. <laughs> But again, it's like, so we all have these different challenges, um, uh, whether it's the confidence, whether it's finding the publisher, whether it's having, you know, getting knocked back time and time again by agents or by the big five or, you know, not having the money to invest in ourselves and getting it done. Um, but actually having a clear strategy of what we're doing and why we right. want that bookstore and, you know, looking at the relationships that we build with publisher um, bookstores 
and cafes and libraries, building those relationships, you know, gifting them, you know, if you, I mean, I'm giving away quite a bit of coaching in this bit here, but if you can say to them, like, if you buy, like if you go into a school, because you, your book, yes, you, you know, she's a 20-year-old, so you might want to go into a sixth form and do some talks there. You right. know, so if you're thinking about becoming an author or going into creative writing or illustration, then here, you know, I'd give you a talk. But get the school to buy, say, 30 or 60 copies of your book and you'll go in and you'll do a talk, yeah. you know. And things like that or going to a university or go to a business network and, you know, and like saying, you know, here, have all these books and, you know, <laughs> and doing all of these. Uh, there are so many ways in which authors can make money, but they just expect, a lot of them just expect to write a book and then the world to fall at their feet. But like you've said, there's so much that goes into it. And I'm just yeah. so, I feel like your big sister watching your journey. And I just feel so proud of you. Um, and I can't wait to get to Alabama and we can just sit there and watch Sweet Home Alabama, which we're probably <laughs> going to go and watch in a bit in bed, to be honest, because I'm like, yeah, every time I speak Inception, to Inception, Alabamian obsession, Inception. I just love Sweet Home Alabama because when she says, what do you want to marry me for? And he goes, because oh, I can kiss you anytime I like. <laughs> Best line ever. Well, I guess my camera actually died. It Let's did see. actually die, actually but my phone is also about to die. So when we've come to the end, and it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Not that I can see you anymore. I know. Prime utility. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's thank been you. an absolute pleasure, and I wish you all the very, very best with Sin Eater and Sin Eater Two and the mystery book number two, whatever that dun, is. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Um, and for those of you who um, have been, I don't know whether the work will be done ready, but um, Amanda's work will be appearing on some of my uh, products in the future. Um, she, um, we've been discussing a couple of options, but I will be putting Amanda's show notes in um, and contact details in the show notes. So is there anything that you'd like to say to anybody listening, Amanda, before you say goodbye? Um. I definitely would like to speak to anybody. We've been talking a lot about people who maybe haven't published yet, whether they've written something or not. Uh, if you have the same confidence issues as I do, if you think that nobody would care about your story, I want to tell you you're absolutely 100% wrong. And that's the greatest wrong to be. There's mm. always going to be somebody who's going to care. There's always going to be somebody who will be a fan. Everybody's story is worth telling. And that's mm. the biggest, biggest thing I always want to communicate to everybody because I was somebody in a little small town who thought nobody's <laughs> going to care about my little daydreams that I've had. And now people do. Yeah. And it's, it's all about just getting yourself out there. So as, as scary as it is, I believe in you. Dawn believes in you. We, yep. you've got this. So, and we're here to help you. So if there are exactly. areas get the help you need don't be one of those authors that don't ask for help and get your work checked or your artwork checked yes there are so many people out there that are willing to help you don't be one of those authors that puts your life and soul into something and then just puts out a, ha a rush job or a hash job and exactly and because your dream of getting published or your dream of writing that book will fail because you fail to ask for help so absolutely great advice there absolutely just go for it well done amanda i like that yes right so for those of you who are listening on spotify i'm back for the last little <laughs> oh, bit she's back. <laughs> she's very blurry i am very she's blurry <laughs> it's okay sure we'll fix it you will 
<laughs> He's not here right now. It's really sad. Oh, no, no, you just did that. No, you just did it. Well done, you. Woo. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> yeah. So you can do anything, done. guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh. If I can launch a podcast, so can you. If I can figure out how to use Canva, so can you. <laughs> if I can change a camera battery, <laughs> you can do anything. <laughs> but yeah, so um, what were we saying? Oh. So yes, just go for it. Ask for help. Get your book Do out it. there because you know it is it is a joy to write a book and have it finished and just see it and see people reading it. And oh, I know that there's so much more for us to talk about. Um, there's a lot. But yeah. <laughs> we could probably go on. <laughs> <laughs> we could, but wherever you're at on your journey, and in the words of Mortiba. Please enjoy the ride and just have a fabulous, fabulous life living your dream and going after it, guys. Thank you Great. so much, Amanda. Thank, Thank you all you. for joining us. And for those of us who have joined us on um, YouTube and have watched this in the, in the, you'll have probably seen us giggling and going dog pitch. <laughs> Those of you who thought that there was just a sound problem, it wasn't. We were just giggling. So thank you so much. Much love. Ciao for now. Bye. Now I've got to figure out how to stop it. <laughs> <laughs>